Hey everybody, welcome back to the Alehorn Podcast. My name is Jason. Today I am joined by longtime guest Patrick Whitaker. Yes, I am here. He's been absent for a while, but he's back. Micah Nix. What's up, man? What's going on? Oh, same old. So uh, before we move on to the subject, uh, Patrick, you got some pretty big news on your professional life. Do you want to share that with everybody? Why, sure. Uh, of course, it was announced, if you're anyone that's a Facebook friend of mine, then you saw the announcement this week that I have uh, left Riff Relevant. And, all, you know, it's all amicable and a good, you know, a good uh, relationship, nothing bad or negative or anything. And I have picked up a contributor spot with the Ripple Effect, which is run by Ripple Music. You know, it's a, a sort of the typical stuff that we've been doing as far as album reviews, interviews and stuff like that. I'm just primarily focusing on some album reviews there and then trying my hand at some uh, new avenues at uh, Animated Insanity Records. It's a fledgling record label out of New York that's uh, pretty open-minded to a variety of stuff that have basically told me to go ahead and scout bands, you know, scout some things to release. Uh, the owner wants to look at maybe some lost releases, you know, stuff that's maybe obscure and we can re-release and as well as bands. So uh, yeah, anybody out there that's uh, in a up and coming band and can't guarantee we'll, you know, we'll quote sign you or not, but uh, get something to me. You can find me on Facebook, Pat Riot Whitaker. So, and uh, make a little effort, get something to me and we'll, We'll see what's what. But uh, yeah, that's it. Animated and Sandy Records and the Ripple Effect. I might know a band I'll send your way. Do that. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all you know, interested in it. One thing I like about it was the uh, scouting aspect, the A&R, you know, being able to maybe help some bands get a little, uh, uh, you know, attention or whatever. Well, you're going to have to find us if you want to sign us. You're going to have to chase us. I won't, I'm not going to send you anything else. <laughs> oh, man. man. You boys are too big for us, man. We're just, um, we're just a little rinky dink lady. Since, uh, <laughs> since, since Chad fired us all earlier, we'll have a new band started up here pretty soon anyway. So, no big deal. Work. Yeah. I think we're going to call it Thunder Horse. Ah, yes. That's a fine name. All right. <laughs> All right. So the topic today, I don't really have a name for it. So this is this is dream bands consisted of deceased musicians from throughout time. So you guys can go back as far as you want, or you can go back to last month, whatever you want to do. So okay. what I did, what my criteria was, I tried to find musicians that I think would sound good together in a band. I named them and I gave them a genre and then I listed the members and what they play. So for those of you playing along at home, that's my rules, but I think Patrick and Micah had their own criteria. They did. So there's no wrong answers, just different ways of doing it. So, I'm going to go first because I know it's I know it's rude for the host to go first, but I'm going to go first just so I can set an example so you, in case you guys got to change some stuff on the fly. All right? Yeah. Okay. All right. We ready? Okay. Mm -hmm. So my first band, I named it the Tombstone Blues. It's an 80s era blues rock band. 
All right. And I'm going to go from vocals, guitar, down to drums. So my vocalist would be Lemmy, who would also play bass. Malcolm Young would be on rhythm guitar. Stevie Ray Vaughan would be on lead guitar. And Jeff Picoro of Toto would be on drums. Because he is regarded as one of the better blues drummers that had ever played. Although he died a long time ago. Wow. That's, That's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Interesting, man. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm sitting over here trying to think of a name for my band. I, I gave them like a, uh, you know, a, a genre or whatever, but I, I couldn't think. I was like, should I name these bands? I wish I had now. I wish I'd have. Maybe I can come up with one by the time it's my time to go. And I just got some generic shit, man. So. <laughs> I think I just got nominated to go next. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, and like I said now, I hadn't really named my bands. I've, you know, thought about this, that, and the other. But anyways, this band, I'm going to call it Dead in the 70s. And Oh, okay. Yeah, it's all 70s, you know, era musicians. They didn't necessarily die in the 70s, the decade, but they're all 70s era musicians. And uh, I'm going with a two-guitar lineup, of course, and I've got Ronnie Montrose and Stevie Ray Vaughan on guitars. And nice. you know, I thought yeah. I would be the only one to have Stevie Ray Vaughan on my on my list, but apparently I was wrong. Huh. Well, yeah, I didn't think anybody else would go that route, but yeah, I got Ronnie Montrose and Stevie Ray Vaughan on guitars. I got. Here's where I get, I, I put like several musicians because I didn't know who I wanted to go with, but I think I'm going to go with Cozy Powell on drums and mm-hmm. uh, Ray Manzarek of The Doors on keyboards, Phil Lenot, Leno, how you want to think, on, on bass and of course co-vocals, bass and co-vocals, and Man, this was the hardest part was the vocalist for this band, man. And I, I'm going to, I didn't know exactly who to go with, but I think I'm going to go with Brad Delp that was in Boston. Nice. And that's the dead in the 70s. That's a good one. I forgot about Boston, actually. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty interesting lineup. You got, like I said, Ronnie Montrose, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Phil Lenott. Cozy Powell, yeah. Ray Manzarek, and Brad Delp, man. That's awesome. That's yeah. one thing I hadn't thought to throw in my band was uh, the keyboardist. Yeah. I figured that's the way getting an extra musician in there was going, you know, with a keyboard player of some sort. Who you got for your band, Micah? All right. For my first band, which I, I, I hadn't thought of a name yet. <laughs> so, uh, We'll, we'll name it for you. Yeah, you guys name it for me if you can come up with something. Yeah, we'll name it for I, you. I got the genre. It's a it's a, a old school classic hard rock band. And uh, let's see, I've got on the drums uh, John Bonham. Okay. On bass and backing vocals, I have Lemmy. Yeah. On the rhythm guitar, I've got Malcolm Young. 
uh, lead guitar, I've got Jimi Hendrix. And on the vocals, I have none other than the most legendary hard rock vocalist of all time, Ronnie James Dio. <laughs> I think that would make for that would that would make that would be an interesting that make for interesting band sound right Hell there, yeah. man. Hell yeah, yeah. So who would have thought that the first band would have Steve Ray Vaughan and Malcolm Young and, and Lemmy in two out of the three bands? <laughs> that's, <laughs> I, that's amazing. It is, man. But no, uh, no Jeff Picoro on any of those other two. I'm surprised. I think he's a hell of a drummer, even though his band is pretty, pretty uh, weak. Uh, what are we gonna name this band, Patrick? Oh gosh, Jimi Hendrix, Malcolm Young. Lemmy. We could call it something like the uh, the the Men from the Silver Mountain or something like that. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Silver Mountain Men. <laughs> Silver, Silver Mountain, Silver Mountain High. <laughs> there you go. We can work with that. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Silver Mountain High. We'll go with that one for right now. Let me let me write this down. So now, now, Jason, I gotta ask you now. If I wanted to use Dio again, I gotta use Hologram Dio. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, either Dio is fine. I mean, if you want to go Wendy Dio, that's fine with me. I don't care. She's not dead. Okay, you know. just checking. Okay, we had band one. Had Tombstone, Blues. What did you name yours again, Patrick? Dead 70s. Dead 70s. And Silver Mountain High. All right. That's a pretty good round. First round of bands there, man. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. Okay. So here we go with starting two. So this one, I'm going to get a little crazy with this one, but I think all these will actually work really well together. So my band two is called Hell's Heroes. It's an 80s, 90s, modern thrash, hardcore crossover band. All right. Everybody write that down. Hell keep yeah. up with it. A little bit of everything. <laughs> so I'm going, I'm going with somebody who just passed recently. I'm going with Riley Gale on vocals. I'm doing Dimebag on guitar and Jeff Hanneman on guitar. Oh, nice. I'm going Elijah Nelson, who was the bass player for Black Breath, which is a newer uh, thrash band who passed back in January or December of last year. And then I'm also going with the legendary Gar Samuelson of Megadeth oh. for drums. Hell yeah. Yep, it's called Health. Hell's Heroes. Hell's Heroes. Uh-huh. And it, it would probably be it probably be as badass as their fucking name suggested. Hell yeah. That is that's yeah, a that's, a, that's a solid lineup right there, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. because yeah, I actually think I actually think uh, Jeff Hanneman's a lot better what a lot better guitar player than uh Kerry King. I always thought that him and Dimebag would probably sound pretty awesome together, oh, feeding off each other. And there's no lead or rhythm, it's just guitar and guitar. Like they they just trade trade solos and shit. Yeah, just yeah. trading shit off, man. Hell yeah. What's your number two, uh, Patrick? Uh, okay, my number two band. They're going. Their name is Ultimetal, like U L T I Metal, Ultimetal. And this is where I either get Ronnie James right. Dio or Ronnie James Dio's hologram on the vocals. And <laughs> <laughs> the hologram isn't dead yet, so. <laughs> Well, Ronnie's going to be doing double duty. Double duty. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Uh, scrap that. I'll scrap Dio, and I'm going to get 
But no, that's all right. I'll, I'll go ahead and retire Ronnie, and instead I'll take Paul Bailoff from the original singer in Exodus. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Yeah. So okay, Paul yeah. Bailoff on vocals. The guitarists are going to be two guitar lineup: Randy Rhodes and Chris Oliva. That was in Sabotage. Right. Okay. Nice. My bassist is. Peter Steele, who can also serve as a co-vocalist, and the drummer. I was torn between two here, but I think I will go with Eric Carr. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. I had him on my list, but I just didn't use him. So, yeah, that's the lineup for Ultimetal. Ultimetal. Sounds sounds pretty ultimate and pretty metal. Simultaneously. What's your uh, number two, Micah? All right, for number two, and uh, we'll have to make up a name on the spot again, I think. Number two, it's a it's a metal band. Uh, and I did this because I, I thought it would be an interesting mix of styles, but I, I think it would end up being pretty cool. Uh, so on drums, I've got uh, Nick Menza. Huh. And uh, on the bass, we got... Uh, Mr. Cliff Burton. Right. Uh, on the lead guitar, well, actually, there's uh, either of these guitar guys could, they could like trade solos, so there's no lead guitar player. Uh, but we got Dime. The other guitar and harsh vocals, we got uh, Chuck Schuldner of Death. And then for the lead vocal, we got uh, Lane Staley. I think that'd be like a pretty cool kind of like almost chemist like thing where you got one guy that does the harsh vocals and one guy that does the the cleanish vocals and uh, like interesting mix of styles. But I think uh, get those guys in the room, man, they'd probably come up with some cool shit. I think so too, man. (laughs) Try to go with a name for that one. That's pretty weird. That's pretty unique. Uh, See, you said we had Nick Menza, Cliff Burton, Dimebag, Chuck Schulander, Lane Staley. Mm. <laughs> Dimes for the Mega Dead. Dimes, <laughs> Dimes, uh, 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 Dimes, do death and chains, but we were having a song called that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Death chain. There you go. The chains of death. Death chain. There you go. Chains of death. Yeah, that works. I'll go with that one. C O D, the chains of death. C O D. And man, the reason I was one. I was going, ooh, and all ah, because, man, Micah started out with, like, two or three that I had on my last last list. Like, I had floaters, you know, in case I decided to go another route. Man, Nick Menza and, like, Cliff Burton were on yeah. my last one that I didn't go with. <laughs> yeah, I thought Cliff Burton – I didn't put Cliff Burton in any of mine just because I was like, I don't know. Like, the bands I come up with, like, especially, like, Hell's Heroes, it's, like, more, more like – there's not much – in the way of melody like Cliff did. It's more just like in your face yeah. speed, you know. That's why I didn't that's why I didn't put Cliff Burton 
Ferdinand, even though he plays speed, but he was more of like a melodic kind of guy. So I don't really know if he meshed really well in my, you know, Hell's Heroes band. But if I have a band, if I had a band four, I'd probably put him in there for something. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's go to band three here. So this band is called Legend. It's a late 70s, early 80s epic metal band. And of course, I think everyone can guess who the vocalist of this band is going to be. Go ahead, Patrick. <laughs> oh, if you call what, it man? Legend. Yeah, since you're calling mm-hmm. it Legend, I think I know who you're going with. Mr. Ronnie James Dio. Yep, <laughs> exactly. And not hologram, just the, just the real band, just the real deal. Uh, so, okay, I got uh, Ronnie James Dio on vocals. I have Randy Rhodes on guitar. I have Timmy Hansen from Merciful Fate and King Diamond on bass. John Lord on keys oh, and dude. Cozy Powell on drums. Nice. And that's my band. Oh, that's my band legend. That's nice. So we got some uh, Rainbow reuniting, some Merciful Fate thrown in there. Deep Purple, Fame, John Lord, and of course Randy Rhodes. So, yep, that's my third band. That's legend. awesome. Hell yeah. yep. Coming soon to a hologram filled Bachman's <laughs> Festival near you. <laughs> what was your band three, uh, Patrick? Okay, I don't have them named yet, but I sort of went with they're sort of a uh, sort of a grunge, a metallic grunge set up here and I went with as uh oh crap I lost my thing here hell I've I've deleted it or something hold on a second Mike if you got Mike are you ready with your third go for it go if you do go ahead okay Uh, I'm kind of in the process of making up my third yeah (laughs) but uh I just deleted mine (laughs) oh shit I can, I can go with my third. Uh, Bear with me. Okay. Yeah, kind of uh, ripping off uh, Jason's idea of like a like a a blues sound or something like that. Uh, oh man, yeah. I need to I need to come up with a drummer. Uh, you can borrow one of mine. Jeff Picoro is pretty yeah, good. Okay. We'll, we'll go with him on the drums. Okay. I'll loan. I'll, we'll I'll go with him on drums. All right. Now now check this out. We'll we'll do uh BB King on one guitar. BB King. Oh, okay. We could insert a, a hell of a a hell of a lot of awesome blues players that are no longer with us in there, but uh, borrow another one from both of you guys because he's one of my favorites of all time. Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan on the other guitar. And uh, nice. yeah, both those guys can do vocals as well. And uh, bass player. Who could I use for a bass player? Dude, I had a hard time with bass players to be honest. I had to look up I know, I'm sure ones. there's like, like I think Skinner has like two or three dead bass players. Yeah, we could use one of the one of the Skinner guys. I'm sure they could play the blues. <laughs> I think uh yeah, I think it's uh shit. 
me look it up real quick. I can't remember his damn name to save my life. The first one. The Leon Wilkinson, maybe? Does that sound right, my, uh, Patrick? Leon was a... Uh, wasn't he a drummer? He's a drummer, wasn't he? Why am I thinking Ro- Rossington, like Gary Rossington or Alan Collins, one of them? Yeah, Leon Wilkinson, bassist for Skinner. He died in 2001. Okay, there yeah, we go. could use him. And I'm... I'm I'm sure there's maybe an Almond Brothers band guy, or maybe one of BB King's guys, or even Stevie Ray's guys that might not be around anymore. But uh, I feel stupid for not knowing that. But we'll go with Leon. That'd be a pretty damn solid. Both the Almond Brothers are dead. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was about to say I I, I forgot about Greg Almond and yeah. Wayne Almond, obviously. Yeah. Shit, you could uh, get throw Greg Almond in the mix. Okay. <laughs> Greg and yeah. throw Greg and Dwayne in the mix on that too, huh? Did you did you have a keyboard player? Um, oh man, who's a good blues keyboard? Was Greg Allman? Well, yeah, throw Greg in there. Yeah, throw Greg in there for a good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, do that. And there's just some nice keys and and a third vocalist. Yeah, so we'll call yours. Uh, there you call go. yours uh, for all kings. So we've got Allman Brothers and BB King, the king of uh, blues guitarist Steve Ray <laughs> It's funny you mention that because me and Patrick were just talking about that album from Anthrax last night. How much is a disappointment? Man, worship, uh, how can worship music be a disappointment? I can't believe that comment, man. Who, me? Somebody commented on that thing about said that they were. It, well, no, it wasn't you. It was that uh, Nick guy, Nick Statututo or whatever, said it was a disappointing album for him. No way, man. Oh, oh fuck that guy. I don't know who he is, but if he's yeah. listening, if he's listening, fuck that guy. Fuck, man. <laughs> no, like I said, dude, worship music, worship music was amazing. It was For All Kings that sucked because worship yeah, music exactly. was so I'm good. Not, I don't like if, For All Kings. Yeah, if For All Kings came out before worship music, it would probably be favored more highly than it is, but it followed an album that was just too fucking awesome as a, exactly. as a comeback album. Exactly. And actually, right. I liked the album before Worship Music pretty good. The last one with John Bush I thought was fucking amazing too. Although I can't recall the name of it. Uh, right is it Volume 8, The Thread is Real? No. No, it wasn't, it wasn't that one. Let's see here. I should know it. Yeah, I should too. I feel... I'm going to take my Anthrax fan card and throw it out for not knowing that. <laughs> Uh, damn it, I, yes, I know John Bush is bald. Uh, we've come for you all. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, I've changed my now, volume band. eight in something. Okay, my third band is no longer a metallic grunge band. It is a punk band, <laughs> and their name okay. is punk. Their name is punk as fuck. <laughs> and punk as fuck. Yes, punk as fuck. They feature Sid Vicious on bass. That's pretty fucking punk. Yeah, right. I was just getting started. Uh, two guitar lineup. You got Andy Gill from Gang of Four on guitar and Todd Youth, who was in Youth of Today, Danzig, uh, uh, Blood Clot, 
and stuff like that as the other guitarists. It's you know Andy Gill and Todd Youth on guitars. The drummer, this is a good one. You no one see this coming. The drummer for Punk as Fuck is Keith Moon. Oh, dude, yeah, from the from the Who and the vocalist. I thought you were going to say Filthy Phil, to be honest with you, but okay. Here's the last piece, man. Y'all probably will see this coming. And the vocalist is G.G. Allen. <laughs> Dude, that'd be a hell of a damn crazy-ass <laughs> band right there, man. Punk as fuck, yeah. my God. <laughs> now that's yeah, fun. that's a... That's yeah, getting, that that band's getting the venue shut down. That's for sure. Yeah. That's some wild dudes in that band, man. Well, yeah, that's punk as fuck. Mm-hmm. They can't hold a candle to Keith Moon. Oh, dude, no. That well, Gigi might. Gigi might hold them and set him on fire. But <laughs> but look, that's some major fuck ups in, from the punk world. You know, Gigi Allen, Keith Moon, Sid Vicious. Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> You're not gonna put you're not gonna put one of the uh, Ramones in there. Yeah, I thought about that. Yeah, because they're all dead. <laughs> Dude, you, you might need to get a microphone yep. in on their first practice uh, and just hit record because they might self destruct after that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. Man, but yeah, they, that was spur of the moment there, man. I started seeing these punk rockers. I said, man, that's gotta have a punk band in here somewhere. So let's let's recap here. So we all have Stevie Ray Vaughan. We all have Malcolm Young. We all have Lemmy. We all have Dio. Uh, did no, we all have Cozy Powell? I did, and one of them. Dio. Oh, did, did we all have uh, Dimebag? I think all of us had Dimebag in one, didn't I we? didn't. No. I didn't. I, I didn't use them. You all did, though. Oh, okay. All right. SRV. Oh, I'm writing out all the comments so we can make a band out of these all these people. The Dio, Steve Ray Vaughn. We had, uh... Who the fuck else do we have? We all have Randy Rhodes. Yeah, I don't know. Uh... Did you use Cliff Burton in anything, Jason? Nope, I did not. Okay. Uh, because I'm not a fan, just because I didn't think he'd fit in any of the bands. Yeah, I got you. I, I think I used him in one. I know Micah used him in one. I'm trying to think of somebody we all three used. Yeah, I'm too. I know, I know Micah and I both used Stevie Ray Vaughan, but yeah, I, know you, I don't think you did, though. Yeah, I did. He's my yeah. first band. Okay. Tombstone Blues. Okay. Yeah, so we did yeah. offer you some then. We all, had, we all had Malcolm Young, too, right? No, I didn't have Malcolm Young. Uh, Micah did, though. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, I was going with Jeff Hanneman and Garth Samuelson. Dio. Everybody had Dio. James Dio. Dio's God. Cozy <laughs> Powell? Yeah, I know. I use Cozy. Cozy Powell? Do we all have yeah. him? Yeah, I, I did. did too, but I don't know if Micah did. Actually, Damn, this might just be a two-man band here. <laughs> it might just be Dio and Steve Ray Vaughan in this last band made up, made up of all common yeah. people. That's all you need in a band right there. I got a good old Eric Carr in there, man. That's what I'm saying. I try to go with the 
a couple here and there, you know, that, that even though they were known, you know, that you might not expect to pop up in a dead rocker band. Sure. Yeah, there's been a lot here lately. Yeah, no doubt. Old Carl from uh, Gates of Slumber can't keep any musicians of his alive, man. I mean, like every about every bassist and drummer has passed now. Okay. We're trying to figure out the common uh, members we had each shows across all three bands. So we had Dio and Stevie Ray Vaughan. You said you didn't have Malcolm. No, I didn't. And did Michael use Cozy Power? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. okay. So Cozy's out. What about uh what about Lemmy? Didn't we all pick Lemmy? I didn't. I didn't have him in anything. And you didn't have Dimebag, you said. No. Randy uh, Rhodes? I didn't I didn't I use him. I should have, but I didn't. Okay. And then, uh, I guess that's it. Yep, so we're not making much of a band out of our common ones. Just Dio and Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's let's, it. Let's take that a step further. Let's have a, just a rapid fire round. If we were going to fill, fulfill the membership of this band with Dio and Stevie Ray Vaughan, okay. another guitarist, bassist, right. and drummer, who would it be? And keyboard player. Let's just throw that out there. Okay. Okay. So it'd be Dio on vocals. Steve Ray Vaughan on guitar. Okay. Dwayne. Yeah. Throw Dwayne in there. Nice. Be, Dwayne Allman. I'd like to hear, uh, I'd like to hear Dio's bluesy side. Hell yeah. Uh, let's see. Who can we put on bass here? Oh. Uh. Who are we putting on base on this one? That's a good question, right there. Yeah, that's a tough one. Somebody real accomplished. Yeah, it has to be somebody real accomplished. Oh, Let's it's see. so obvious. Uh, Jimmy Bain. Jimmy Bain from Dio. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I forgot about Dio's. There you go. Dio's bass player. Yeah. He played in Rainbow too, right? Yes. Yep. Jimmy Bain. Yep. Bass. All right, keys. Uh, is the oh man, Ian? Uh, uh, the guy from Pink Floyd. Oh, is he still living? From Deep Purple. Oh. Oh man, I don't know, but I'm thinking John Lord from Deep Purple. Yeah, you can't go wrong with him. Man, who are you thinking of? We can always go classical composer. We can go by <laughs> Mozart or <Yeah>. Beethoven. Yeah. <laughs> Beethoven on keys. <laughs> Roll over, yeah. Beethoven. Roll the hell over, Beethoven. Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not, dude? Beethoven on piano and <laughs> keys. Even though he doesn't know what the fuck keys are. He'll learn. Okay, and drums. Who we put it's on the drums? Drum from Boston still alive? Oh man! You know I don't know. Well, didn't uh, Rush's drummer die? That oh, Neil died? Pert. Yeah, Neil Pert. I don't know if he would be good. I don't know if he would be good in this band though. I don't it's know. Not man. progressive enough. They got to be some, blues. They got to be good musicians, man, to be up there with Dio and Stevie Ray Vaughan. That's sort of what I'm looking at, but. 
I'm open to suggestions. Right. I'm looking more of like a um, good fit. He'll probably get bored with that band. <laughs> and he don't like that. He don't like that. Uh, he don't like that Beethoven guy. <laughs> <laughs> he don't like Beethoven. <laughs> they don't get along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they had a side project so one time, but it didn't. It didn't work out. <laughs> is is Tommy Aldrin there? No, but you know he is not. But do you think Randy Castillo will work in that band? Yeah, Randy Castillo. Uh, yeah, and what's Frankie Benali just died? That's true. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Reed Mullen. We got all kinds of dead drummers. Oh, man, I, yeah, I had forgotten that Reed died. Yeah, Dio, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Wayne Allman, Jimmy Bain, <laughs> Beethoven. <laughs> Which one of these does not belong? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> they all belong, if you ask me. Let's look at them dead drummers. Oh, God damn it, I know. I know who it is. Oh, dude, it's fucking go. Ginger Baker, dude. That's who we're putting Yeah, yeah there you go. Beware yeah, of Mr. Baker. Go. Yeah, he's going to punch Beethoven right in the fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy, man. All right. Ginger Baker on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> fucking 18th century son of a bitch. Okay. So here's the here's the lineup of the band that we just made. Uh, Dio on vocals, Steve Ray Vaughan on guitar. Those were our two common musicians between all three of us. And then we had Dwayne Allman on guitar, Jimmy Vane on bass, Beethoven, piano and keyboard when he learns it, and Ginger Baker on drums. Now. What are we going to call this band? That's what I was going to say. What's the name of this band? <laughs> Beethoven's, Beethoven's Bitches. bitches. What, uh, what was the last symphony he wrote? If it was like Beethoven's seventh, this should be like Beethoven's eighth or something like that. Beethoven's sixth. Beethoven's Symphony six six six. That's what we're calling this one. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Symphony six six. All right, so Symphony six six six. Uh, they're so fucking badass that the uh, Christmas band opens up for them every year. What's it? What are they called? Trans Siberian Orchestra. Ah, was it playing? Yeah, Trans Siberian Orchestra opens for <laughs> Symphony Six 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 from now on. <laughs> okay, guys, let's let's recap before we end this episode here. Yeah. So, Ooh. Band One was Two Tone Blues. Dead 70s and Silver Mountain High. Band two was Hell's Heroes, Ultra Metal, Chains of Death, that Micah picked. Then band three was Legend, Punk as Fuck, and Four All Kings. And then the band we just made up was Symphony 666, featuring none other than Beethoven <laughs> on piano and keys. I'd, I'd go see that festival. If all them bands was playing a festival, I'd, I'd go see pay, it. Oh, dude, I'd pay good money for all that. Yeah. Hey, I got, a new, I got a new topic we can discuss real quick. 
let's go with uh, let's discuss festival names and why the fuck do U.S. festival names are so cheesy and like thoughts? Go ahead, Patrick. You got a good point right there, man. I mean, I really don't. I mean, just think of some of these ones: Rock on the Range, Rockville, uh, Carolina Rebellion. That's sort of okay, but I mean, I don't know, man. They do got like lame. That one sucks. That one's one of the worst ones. Like I'm saying, it's like louder than life. What are you rebelling against? Good music, because that's about all I see in that fucking festivals. Like five good bands over three days, and the rest are just fucking garbage <laughs> filler. But. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you I, I just saw one the other day. It was like, it was like, yeah, it was called War Warlando, like Orlando, but War Lando. Huh. And I, I commented on, it. I was like, who the fuck gets paid to think of these shitty fucking festival names? And then of course, some guys like, hey, I live there. I think it's pretty cool. I was like, well, okay, but it still <laughs> yeah. fucking sucks. I don't understand why festivals around the world get all these cool names, and we get all these lame ass shit like aftershock. Incarcerated, <laughs> louder than life. Yeah. Uh, Carolina Exit Rebellion. Exit yeah. Welcome Exit to Rock. <laughs> yeah, Exit One Eleven is way better than most of them. I'll be honest with you. At least it's like, at least you know where to fucking find it at. Yeah. Tennessee on Exit One Eleven. <laughs> you know, but like Rocklahoma is is okay. You know, I kind of get that one. Um. I'm just talking like major festivals, like Monster Energy Sponsor Fest. I'm not talking like Maryland Doom Fest or like the one in Atlanta, Prague, Prague Power, nothing like that. I'm talking about the major festivals. Oh, like yeah. the names are just fucking so shitty. I just don't understand why. When Europe, you have Hellfest, you have Bloodstock. You know? Yeah, Sonosphere. Yeah. Yep, Sonosphere. But you got a point, man. I've never really thought about that. But well, yeah, I mean, it's totally valid, man. The U.S. festivals, the big ones, have shitty names, man. Yeah, I mean, it's shit that's like cringeworthy. You know, I mean, it's almost like they announce the name, and it's like, really? I'm not going to that. Even though I've been to La- I've been to Louder Than Life once, uh, I would admit. But the other ones, I have no interest in going. And a lot of it has to do with the damn names. It just sucks. Well, let me ask yeah. you this. Do you think that someone, as far as an actual person, is like responsible for naming these, or if they're they putting them in like an algorithm that's generating these names in a computer, or what? Dude, I could I could see that. I would say it's like bingo balls, and like it just blows up like two fucking names <laughs> and stick them together. <laughs> you know, like the lottery <laughs> stuff at night when they just have balls with like words or numbers on them, you know. Yeah. I think that's what it is. We're, we're it's calling. like it's like hmm, we got three here. Louder, louder than life. Hey, that's pretty good. We're gonna yeah, deal with that. Let's let's yeah. let's stick. We're calling this new festival. We're, we're calling this new festival B seventeen. C eight. Yes. Though, like the, I think the worst one is the worst one is ink ink oh, incarcerated. Like, who thinks I this what fucking is a good name? You know, and why can't we have... Isn't that the one that's held at the prison where they filmed Shawshank Redemption in Ohio or something? I, all I know is like a, it's a tattoo festival and a music festival, if you want to call it music. Most of the yeah. time, it's like Clint Biscuit showed that headline. So, For some yeah. reason, I'm thinking they have it at a prison or an old prison in Ohio or something, maybe. I'm not sure about that, but... I could see it, man. They like 
they're they're like like Patrick said they they take all these buzzwords that they think fans of, of these bands would like you know like Limp Biscuit or Five Finger Death Punch or Disturbed they're like what words do these people like let's throw it in a name generator and see what comes out you know yeah I mean they're just awful dude it's awful like and like that new one that they just announced like yesterday or the day before it was basically like Judas Priest tour next year with like a couple more bands on it because it was priest and sabaton i was like well first of all like the name orlando like if sabaton was headlining this i could understand that more because they got to talk about like military and war and shit priest doesn't really think about that stuff so why would you like base a festival around the headliner that has nothing to really do with war you know and plus the name is just cheesy anyway Well, check this out real quick. I was going to tell you that incarceration, of course, it is a tattoo and music arts festival, but it is also held at the former Ohio State Reformatory in Mansfield, Ohio, which is, I'm pretty sure, where they filmed Shawshank Redemption. Well, that makes a little more sense. Beethoven refuses to play anything with (laughs) Welcome to Rockville in the title. (laughs) You know what the best one is, though? Really, for real. This one's not stupid. Riot Fest. <laughs> now, that's a festival name. Yeah, exactly. I'm full terror song, too. That's a pretty good one. That's not bad. That is That one is pretty good. They always have a killer lineup, too, man. Yeah, because they get it. It's full terror song, open air, which means it's outdoor festival. It's easy to figure out. Yeah. Not Fest. Got Not Fest. That line, those lineups are usually pretty decent, though, I will say, except for the whole Slipknot playing part. Mm. And what's the uh, Muddy River? Is that that's the one down Tennessee? Muddy River, is that it? Muddy Roots. Yeah, Muddy Roots. I hear that one's pretty fun. That one's actually all right. I ain't gonna, I'm ain't. i not going to talk no. shit on it. It's actually all right. All right, guys. Let's, let's, uh, let's go ahead and end this. Our impromptu uh, festival talk. If anybody else uh, that listens to this podcast wants to leave their uh, dream dead guy band in the comments, feel free to do so. This really could be a hologram band in the future, any of these. You know? It was, man. It was like 100 years from now, who the fuck knows? You know? Yeah. Beethoven, whoever, yeah. Thought, whoever thought Beethoven or Hologram Dio <laughs> would be in a band, man. You know, Beethoven. Dude, you know, technology. Technology, anything's possible, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, we can have for Symphony Six Six Six. We can actually have like Bach open that show too. You know, I mean, yeah. the possibility have them play know. through Marshall Stacks. And this backstory could be like Bach was Bach was in Symphony Six 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 at one time, and then he woke up and they left him a ticket, a bus ticket, and now he he goes out and makes a band try to compete with him. <laughs> Yeah, the most. Yeah, the, uh, he was drinking too hard for him, or something. Yeah, yeah he started. He started a mega ball. Yeah, and kicked oh, one of them's dogs. Kicked one of their dogs. And then, and then, and then he got sued by Sebastian Bach from Skid Row fame for co- infringing on his name. There you go. Bach, Bach just had a rough go of it. Hell yeah! I'm the Bach that rocks. That's what happened. Yes, we're going. We're going to go with. Uh, we're going to go with that story as a fact. Yeah, every good band needs a backstory. Who cares? It ain't no fake news. This is a, 
Yeah. Story. <laughs> yeah. A box story. Box story. Everybody <laughs> needs a box story. <laughs> the box story was just banned. One of these days we're in, we're gonna go through uh, uh, band feuds, so we can include the uh, oh, Sebastian Bach Chris Jericho. That'd be, that'd be a great episode right there, hilarious. man. So many good band feuds. Man. Yeah, and of course, man, of course, Chris Barnes and Seth Putnam from Anal Cunt. And one of the best is you know Billy Milano knocked World Dane out one time, man. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. Don't it's forget true. about the uh, don't forget about the uh, bass player from System of Down uh, knocking out uh, hit him with a blackjack. Apparently, yeah, exactly. And, and of course, everybody's the Danzig and Northside thing. <laughs> it's not my it's my favorite one of all of them, even though it's like only one musician. But the one with uh, Vince Neil and um, Nicholas Cage fighting in Las Vegas might have been my favorite one of all time. That shit was just I can't I can't believe I read that one in the morning. I was like, what that's the one fuck? of those headlines. That's so like, crazy. Is this the Onion? No doubt. <laughs> it's like two of the most random celebrities ever just fighting in the middle of the street. In the middle of the day, it's like I, that's I amazing. It was like, uh, yeah, it was like uh, hey Vince, you suck. Hey Nick, man, you suck. <laughs> yeah, when we do that, when we do that episode one uh, one day, I'll go back and read what the cause of that. One. I can't remember what it was. I think Nick Cage ran over to like help out some girl that Vince Neil was like yelling at or some shit. That's, that's what it I was. I can't remember it exactly, was. but it yeah, was it was like yeah, it was something. Yeah, like it was, that. yeah, it was hilarious though when I read that. I couldn't believe it. Oh, yeah. And Vince Neil and Axel Rose too. Let's not forget them. So yeah, Vince Neil's Vince Neil's in a lot of and Vince, Vince Neil versus Motley Crue. So Vince Neil's a lot of Vince Neil. <laughs> Vince Neil's just a dick, man. <laughs> you know, we can put Dio in a lot of that stuff too. I'd say much I like Dio, he does seem like a lot of drama follows him around because no. he's had like problems with every band he's been in. He's he's above it by being below it because he's so small. Uh, well, yeah, you can say that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, did. so I just did. So the uh, the, the deal with Black Sabbath was uh, he was remixing the Live Evil album without the rest of the guys knowing it. Oh yeah, until like Tony Omi found out. Yeah, that was the reason why he went out the first time. It's because he was remixing it behind her back. Wow. And, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know what that. happened with Rainbow. Yeah, I don't know what happened with Rainbow. I forgot. I don't know what, what happened there. But Well, I know Blackmore kept wanting to go more and more, more commercial. I know Blackmore wanted to go more commercial, you know, in their sound and didn't think that D.L. was the man for it, you know. Oh, really? Okay. Mm. And the whole breakup with Vivian Campbell, and Vivian Campbell still kind of holds a grudge to this day, even though, you know. Yeah. Even though he made Vivian Campbell a name, household name, way before Def Leppard came knocking. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Seems like a lot of the drama followed him around, but, yeah, whatever. What the hell was that band Vivian was in? It was Sweet, Sweet Savage or something like that that was way back in the day? Yeah, I think Metallica, I think Metallica covered one of their songs. Yeah, yeah, I think the, so. Uh, Garage Inc. Uh, but anyway, all right, guys. I so, 
they may enjoy listening to this episode, uh, throw us a dollar or two on uh, Patreon or uh, just listen for it on the free feeds, which would be YouTube, Spotify, Apple, you know, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, make sure you check out uh, Patrick's new uh, employers, the Ripple Effect and Animated Insanity Records. And, uh, follow him on Facebook for all his musical opinions and old school Sunday articles. He will still continue. And then don't forget to check out me and Micah's band, uh, Temptations Wings. Uh, some new music coming pretty soon. We've got some ideas in the works for a promotion as far as videos and uh, stuff like that. So, And then, uh, yeah, until next time. Thank you. <laughs> guys. Thank you. All right, fellas. Good catching up, man. This was fun. Thank you for listening to the Alehorn Podcast. For more of this podcast and other podcasts in the Alehorn Podcast Network, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the Alehorn. Subscriptions start at a dollar, and each tier gets you greater perks, such as exclusive Patreon-only podcasts, free song downloads, merch discounts, and more. Until next time, stay headless.